Welcome back to Get in the Cashflow Game with K&K, where we talk about investing in real estate, cash flow, building wealth, and all the lessons we learned along the way. And if you can, do me a huge favor. Please like and subscribe this podcast. Share it with your friends and family. That way we can continue to bring you value every week and get bigger and better guests on the show. Working on this for the past few months. You know we always want to bring as much value as we possibly can, and our partner, Prime Corporate Services, is all about bringing you a service you can't get anywhere else at a price you can't get anywhere else. Whether you're new to owning a business or owning a property, or you're an experienced property owner or investor, Prime Corporate Services is not only going to help you, but they're gonna make the process so much easier. So if you book a call, the first thing they're gonna do for you is help you understand what your business structure should look like. Your corporate structure, tax planning, estate planning, all of that. Maybe you're saying, I'm brand new to starting a business and all this sounds foreign and complicated. Remember, this company helps new people just getting started every day. They're going to help you form the entity that's best for you and walk you through the process. Before I found this company, we paid thousands of dollars to other attorneys, CPAs, and consultants to try to understand exactly how we need to be structured to be as protected as possible. We've also gone the other route and used online platforms to form entities which unnecessarily put us at risk. You guys, you don't have to do that with this company. They'll do all of these things for you at a reasonable price so you never have to think about saving money at the expense of exposing yourself to liability. We've searched high and low, and you will not find this much value anywhere else. All you have to do is schedule a free call today. Just go to primecorporateservices.info slash G-I-T-C-G. Once again, that's primecorporateservices.info slash G-I-T-C-G. We'll also leave the info for you in the show notes. Ready? Crystal, obviously the market's shifting. Things are changing. People are freaking out. This isn't our first rodeo. So what are you doing? for your clients in today's market to whether make them feel more comfortable, confident, like strategies, like what's going on in your world? I think the biggest thing too is just about being like really honest about what's happening because I think there are, it tends, for me, it's like a lot of the newer people in the business are just kind of in denial. They don't want to like believe that this is really happening. And so I think, no, yeah. Holding on behind the boat, like, oh, we're going to make it through. So I think the first thing is just like being very realistic about what is coming and what is going to be happening. So um, obviously we get to talk to a lot of people every day. So just continuing those conversations of talking to people and letting them know what's going on. But on top of that, you know, we updated our weekly email now because there's so much changing going on in the market. I'm doing a video every week just to say, hey, look, this is what's going on. This is what we see coming based on this information. For example, this last week, it was the Fed's meeting. What the heck does that mean for rates? What does it mean for our market? I did a video about that. It's quick. It's easy. Anybody can sign up for it. So um, a lot of it is just talking to people. The other thing too is, um, and keeping them up to date. So many lenders are moving in and out of the market. So I have a lot of brokers and people who are coming to me just to price deals, which we know are most likely not going to go because the numbers are so, people are so shocked at how much loan dollars are getting cut because of rates right now. So when they see those numbers, I'm like, you want a quote or not? You know, so, or here are the other options that we can do to get creative. So there are some creative programs out there. There are things that we can do to help people. So just kind of giving them the full gamut of what's available is um, really helpful. But, and then also everybody wants to know, what is everybody else saying? You know, they know I talk to a lot of people on a weekly basis. Some are large investors, some are smaller, some are flippers, some are, you know, there's a lot of different types of people. What are these people doing in the market? And so just giving people information on on all of that is really like the biggest thing that we're doing for clients right now. And then obviously we're doing this podcast just to kind of like keep people up to date of what exactly is going on in this market. Like you said, we've been through it before. 
So it's not like, obviously this is going to be a little different. Every cycle is a little bit different, but we've been here and we know what it's like to go into a market where real estate comes to a screeching halt fairly quickly. So real quick strategy with you. Um, tactically, what do you think if somebody today is going to buy an apartment building, right? Um, whether they're in 1031 exchange, obviously, like you said, they're not hitting the loan dollars. Um, hopefully they're getting a better price that helps offset that. So logically to me, that equals, you got to put more loan dollars down. So they might have to buy a smaller deal than they thought, or maybe you can give us some alternatives. But my question for you is, um, my, my thing, if I'm going to buy an apartment building, I don't want to get locked into a five-year prepay or something like that. Right. Cause I'm like, well, aren't rates going to drop in 12, 24 months? And then I'm going to miss the boat. So if you're being, if, if I'm calling you and asking for advice, and I'm in a 1031, I got to buy this building. What's my, what are kind of some of the options right now that like literally like I could get today? Well, first off, it's funny that you even say that because I actually feel like the majority of my clients are saying the opposite, which is like they're in panic mode and they're like, how long of a fixed can I get? Who knows what these rates are going to do? And it's just like, okay, let's back the truck up for a minute here. Like no, nobody ever became like wealthy or successful by operating in a panic mode. So first off, like we know from, from previous cycles, like I can tell you the data that rates have always dropped, even when the Fed said that they weren't going to drop rates. So let's not think that like the sky is falling and go for the longest term fix you can get because you will regret that. Well, just to jump in, the Feds never have yet to come on camera and say, these rates are going to stay here for 20 years. That's, they've never said that. They don't say that, but what they have said in past cycles is that they, they're not going to be dropping rates. and As quickly or it, soon. And it's, it's preceded by them dropping rates. Because so something breaks in the system. Yeah. So just like they said that, you know, the, the inflation was transitory, you know, and then they came out and they started raising rates because, oh, wait, we have inflation that's out of control. So, so, so. Let, well, let me go back to my question. I'll ask you two questions. I'm a customer. Let me make it this way. I'm a customer coming to you. I'm in the camp that, hey, Crystal. I know rates are going to come down. Yeah. I know the opportunity to refinance. I'm okay if I have to do a one or two year prepay, right? Uh, hopefully a one. Mm-hmm. Well, but my loan dollars is, what do you recommend I do right now? Like, what what are the options? We do have options that have lower prepays. So we can negotiate with the lenders to have lower prepays perhaps, but things are getting tighter. So it's one of those conversations where I have to say, okay, what's more important to you? Is interest only more important to you than prepay? Or is, you know, having a five-year fixed more important to you than having a low prepay versus a three, you know? Um, so th- this is a like, there's a lot of compromise that has to happen in order to get what do you, you want. Do you think right now, this is probably, I know you can't answer all these questions. It's obviously, you know, case by case. But do you think now, because rates are high, l- even lenders are going to be like a little bit more flexible saying, okay, maybe I'll lower prepays or they'll adjust their prepays because they know that people are going to want to refi or no. you're not seeing, you don't see any of no. that shifting. Um, I have seen that recently. We've had a handful of lenders. Like, let's just say that you have your lenders that have been your like favorite lenders over the last handful of years that have completely reneged on things. And so when they renege, yes, they do adjust that not on rate. That's non-negotiable. They're going to give you the prevailing rate, but they might, like we just had a lender waive the prepay because I was like, fine, if you're going to hit us for this higher rate, then I want no prepay. 
they said, okay, fine. So there is some of those negotiations happening is completely case by case. Um, A lot of our lenders right now are kind of taking the stance of like, okay, fine, don't do the loan then. You know, unfortunately that is what's happening. So we're having to look at like, for example, like private money a lot more. And quite frankly, the spread between rates is not that huge anymore. So sometimes, you know, private money might be a better way to go because like we've, we've talked about this before, you're dating the rate. You know, you're like married to the property, but you're dating the rate. So you just have Mm. to say, this is, if I can hang on through a couple of years of this, and then I can go refinance at a lower rate, then, you know, it might make sense for me to do that for now. And so private money could uh, get you higher, higher, higher loan amount, higher LTV. They might be like, I'm not really concerned about the DSCR. They could or could not, depending on your strength. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of like, you're getting in this deal because, you know, rates suck and maybe it maybe you make a little cash or covers, but your whole point is I got a 1031 or this is a good deal. I'm going to bump rents up or rehab, whatever, you know, on the exit, but private money, they might go no prepay, no DSCR. They're not going to cut the loan. Yes. The rates 2% higher, but you're like, like you said, okay, do you want all these negatives and locked in a prepay? So people are going to have to start. And if feds raise rate a few more times, you're going to be butting up to private money. Rates. It's literally a game of like, would you rather? You know, yeah. so it's like, I like that. Would you you know? <laughs> so, you know, I hey, can lay out all the you can options. Get with this or yeah. you can get with that. Yes. You can get with this. Guess what? But this is where it's at. Right. Yes. Anybody know that song? <laughs> yes. Black Sheep? Yeah. So, okay. That's So you guys have a lot more flexibility in what you're able to do and negotiate on the residential side, but your rates are also a little bit uglier than ours currently. We started the flight first. Yeah. We took off before you guys. Um, and honestly, I, I think, um, like we would say is I'm not saying nobody ever thought we were going to be here, but we definitely never thought we'd be seeing 7% rates. And when you're going, man, are we going higher? It seems like we're going higher. Um, I would say when I was at C2 connect, um, Brian said, what is the one product, the one thing that's helping you? I was on stage with these top producers. It's funny. What's the one product, the one thing you say it's helping your business. And I just said, um, everybody just has, it's a, it's a word that's I've in here basically have added to my vocabulary and everybody's looking at me and I said, it's called a two, one buy down. And everybody started laughing. I said, because who here ever did a two, one buy down? I've been doing this 19 years. So can you explain to me what a two, two one buy down? Well now is because but yeah, I will. as sophisticated but, as I am with commercial, like I have never heard of this two, one buy down thing. Well, let me just, let me, let me back you up here. Three months ago, I read about a three-one buy-down. I go out to all lenders. Nobody has a three-one buy-down. Anybody have a two-one buy-down? Any takers? Anyone? Anyone? We got a couple. Now, three months later, everybody's got the two-one. Everybody's got the one-zero. Now, all of a sudden, what do you know? The three-one buy-down is coming up because they're like, well, if we go to eight, I can get you down here. If we go to nine, I get you down here. So basically, this is what it is quickly. Um, let's say the rate's 7%. A three-one buy-down. I take the first year is 3% less, four. Okay. Second year is five, third year six, fourth year seven, and you stay that way. And you're going to say, well, why in the world would I do that? And I tell people it's pretty simple. Is there a prepay? No prepay. This is a Fannie Freddie. So you could just refinance out of it. I can do it for FHA. I can do VA, um, Fannie Freddie, Jumbo's not What does it cost you? Uh, Here's the kicker. The buyer, the agent, the lender, me. I can't pay for it. The only person that can pay for this is the seller. If you're a real estate investor, you know that aside from cash flow, you also get huge tax benefits by investing in real estate. But are you taking full advantage of all the potential tax benefits? 
We've been working with Tim Looney at CSSI for a few years now, and he saved us and our clients hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in taxes doing cost segregation studies on our properties. Let me give you an example. We bought a property in 2019. If we had just used straight line depreciation method, we would have saved about $18,750 on our taxes. But because we did a cost seg, we saved $258,000 in the first year. That's $239,350 more in the first year alone. The other great thing is if you're classified as a real estate professional, you can apply this to other sources of income like your W-2 income or 1099 income, and you can also roll over any unused depreciation to future years. If you've owned your properties for a few years already, don't worry, you can still do a cost seg and save big on your taxes. This isn't tax advice, so consult your CPA to see if you qualify to take advantage of these benefits. And if you're interested in learning more, listen to episode 104 with Tim Looney. You can call or text Tim at 318-469-9861 to schedule a complimentary property analysis and make sure that you mention that you were referred by Kenny and Chris. So what you're paying for. Nice for the buyer. So it's cheaper. So what you're doing is the difference. So you're paying the difference in interest. Get it? Mm-hmm. So at 7%, the difference in interest is a four that year. So they're paying it. So if you like have a million. So they're like prepaying. It's like a prepayment. You're pre. You're basically. You're basically what they're doing is they're take they're taking this money yeah. and they're putting it in an escrow account and they're making the payments like you've done with yours. Yeah. Like you have. Yeah. So here's the cool thing, which is I love. If you pay two points and then you refi in six months, what happens to your points? Gone. Bye-bye. Yeah. But this one, if you do a three, two, one and you refi in a year, that two percent that that let's let's just call it thirty thousand dollars to do it. I'm just picking a number. Yeah. Let's say you have twenty thousand left. That twenty thousand. They just do a principal pay down. Oh, that's cool. So you get the money back. So people are like, wait a minute, what? So the seller pays for it. So they just want to make sure they're getting that interest no matter what. Yep. Like until you pay off. Yep. So so what's happening in my world is the 2-1 buy down, I read an article, it's 50% of the business. I would say in a month from now, it's going to be 80% of the business. It makes zero. You for, for what you're going to pay for a one buy down, you don't move the needle. It makes no sense. You're better off telling the guy, just raise the loan amount and give me the credit, right? Um, what else is big? Look, uh, I'm getting on the phone with sellers. I'm getting on the phone with listing agents. Um, people are getting, repa- you know, they're, they're paying for their repairs. They're paying for the closing costs. They're pay- buying off, paying off solar. Like buyers are getting everything they want now. There's no contingency removals. There's no, hey, you got to send us to Disneyland and sign your life away. And then you got to close in three days or all this crap. That's gone, you know? Um, the other thing is what's challenging that like you are is on the investment side, it's getting challenging because everybody, what, what are they going to want to do now? Everybody's going to want to come back. Go, I want to get cash out. Of course you do on your four unit. Guess what? Nobody wants to give you a cash out loan. And if they do, guess what? They're going to give you a bottle of uh, Vaseline with it because it's going to hurt because basically the rates are terrible. Nobody wants to do it, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's ugly. So almost private money or stuff like that is starting to become emails. On, we're getting a point emails to do private money. Yeah. Um, the last thing I will say is we had this conversation today is the 30 year and the 10 year are usually about a two point spread. So if the third, the 10 year treasury is at four, let's call it the 30 year fix should be at six, but I just told you the 30 year fix is at seven. Mm-hmm. So there's this extra point spread and because servicers are getting nervous saying, okay, we know, we know that eventually what goes up must come down and we're going to get slaughtered because they're, when they buy the servicing, they pay up front. Yeah. They prepay it, and then they're going to get whacked. They're giving themselves this buffer, so when they do, they they basically are made kind of whole. Yeah. So we're on top of this six percent. 
everybody out there, you're getting charged another point because of risk right now in the market. So that's it. I think the two, one buy down, the three, one buy down is going to be good. I'm not sure if the three, one is going to be necessary because I think people are going to be refining quickly, but we'll see. But, um, how else are we helping our clients? Um, so if you're going to do a two, three, one buy down, whatever, we got to get you pre-approved. We got to get you ready to go. We got to know what that costs because you have to write that in your upfront offer. You don't go to them after. So you write in your offer saying, what the two, one, the three, one buy down. And we're already telling sellers, I'm telling sellers or telling buyer agents, your sellers should put it in there. Here's the listing. We're willing to do a two or three, one buy down. Mm -hmm. It's one less question, one less negotiation we have to talk about. Just get it off the table. Yeah. Because you know they're going to ask. Yep. So how we're helping buyers is go in and if the value comes back, help and negotiate. And also it helps with marketing because I think that a lot of agents might not know about this too. Like not every agent knows about it and not every buyer knows about it either. So if somebody really wants a house and they feel like it's like almost out of reach, maybe that's a way for them to get it in and the seller to actually sell their property. Last thing I'll say is um, helping the buyer is this. We are starting to look at data that somebody bought a house seven months ago. Let's say the interest rate's three, three and a half percent, whatever. And they're buying the same. Remember that person, the 1.1, they paid one, two, the same house that was listed at one, one is buying for nine fifty. But even though the rate's higher, it's actually a better deal. Yep. And on the refi, it's a better deal. So right now, uh, I told this to Monty and we're already seeing it. The market, I said, watch the market in the next two, three weeks is going to educate the buyer on this. And Monty, how much more content have we seen come out just in the last week? So educate your clients. Don't just think, oh, low rate, I should go. No, low rate doesn't mean good deal. High rate doesn't mean good deal. Look at the numbers. Know your data. And so you need to work with a good loan officer, a good realtor that shows you the data. Go out, make an offer. If it's sitting on the market, give them the offer you want. I'm telling you the deals are better even with the higher rates. And with the two or three one buy down, you're winning. So um, work with experienced people right now. Unfortunately, the newbies, this is tough for them because they haven't been through this. They need to deliver that confidence. But we're going to help them with confidence. We're going to help them with content. And we're going to help them with the best rates and the best service. I like that. Yeah, I think more than anything, too, just in terms of helping clients is more just providing more education, too. Because obviously the, the market has slowed down quite a bit. And if with that extra time, what are we doing? And it's like educate, 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 educate. Keep people informed put together resources for people, help them out, call people, stay in touch. Um, so anyways, I like all the things that you're doing. It seems like you've got a lot of really like creative things that you're doing for clients and you're really showing them to the difference um, between, you know, when they were paying in an overpriced market versus when they're paying in a market where, you know, that's going down with higher rates. Yeah. I'd say what's nice about this cycle and last time is social media, YouTube and all that. It's, it's more available. It's real. We're all using it. So it's really helping educate people, which I think is going to help the market a little bit more, but I will end with this guys. You're going to see more content. You're going to see, start seeing meetups, networking events, all this stuff you're going to get is tactical. It's real. It's not from the hip. It's all data driven and the data and that stuff is really what you have to pay attention to. So watch talking to your grandma, your uncle, or listening to your or even local just friends news. and things too, because yeah. people are, are so down about real estate and just it's like the sky is falling and it's like awesome. So you're telling me something I already know, but like what's your solution? So why are you just like fear mongering all the yep. time? So in every situation, there are opportunities in every market. That's like the one thing I want to say is it's not like you should be going out buying like you know gung ho to be doing things, but 
yeah, still watch for deals. They're out there. They're going to be there. Opportunities are are in every market. It doesn't matter what market you're in, a good market, a bad market, a hot market, a not so hot market, whatever. So all the stuff is there. It's just, you know, really knowing your metrics, um, the requirements for your investments and knowing the data, like you said, is just being able to know data. Yeah. One thing I'll say for both Crystal and I, since we've been doing this a long time, and this is something that we work on that you guys don't know is we're, we're, we're constantly reaching out to lenders. We're going back to, okay, who was really doing the business back in last cycle? We know. So we know who the players are. We know who gets conservative. We know we're like, don't even bother going there. They're just a waste of time because it's just how they are. So this is the difference is having that experience. So we are doing that on the back end over here and trying to fight, trying to get better lenders, trying to get better products, trying to see who's doing what. And so, um, you know, time will tell, but, um, you know, work with the best. And I think it will help you get through this time. 